When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in, you know, I don't do this every week, but I would love if you went over, left a review, left a comment. I listened to all of those. Um, you know, give me some topics sent, sent over to, to Steve at teachups.com. What kind of topics do you want to hear? Um, but before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, I've tried them all and this is, uh, not only, not only how innovative are, but you know, the workouts and, and what, what, what I love about Dr. Dish is they give back to the community. If you, if you follow them on the face on Facebook, if you follow them on Twitter, they're always giving back to the basketball community. And you mentioned coach unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources, it's handouts, it's videos, it's one-on-one calls, it's office hours. It's a coach. It's a, it's a, it's a resource run by a coach for a coach. It's not not an ex-coach, not someone that's been let go, not someone that's um, coaching part-time. This is what I do. Um, and Teach Hoops helps me keep the bills on. It helps me put up these podcasts, 13 podcasts a week. Teach Hoops helps me uh, be able to do that. And, and it's a roadmap for you to be successful. And let me help you in this great journey that we call coaching. But let's head off to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd watch. I'd watch your practices. I'd, I'd okay. watch your practices. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, give me something. You're to so do. awesome. You're so awesome. Oh, coach, I have plenty for you to do, man. I have plenty for you. I'm gonna have. If we actually have a season and you don't have a season, I would love to send you film of my opponents and you can break them down and tell me what you think. Oh, well, I'll, I'll do that. Beat these I'll do that. You give me scouts and stuff. I'll do that for you. I can yeah. do it for you. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. So let me bug you. Let okay. me bug you. So um, I, w- I have a bunch of questions today. And then I did, uh, if you want to see, I'll show you that in a, in a bit. But okay. I have basically, I've done over there. 15 lesson plans, 17, actually 17, including trial. So I've already done, as requested, thank you for encouraging me to do this. But I think I've got 17 lessons. Two of those are um, trials. So 15 lesson plans. Basically, I got them down. But I, I mean, they still, there's still, I need to do details on them. But here's my question. Do we, do you recommend, I've got basically ladders every day for the first three weeks of practice. That's probably too much. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to beat them up and you want them to get shin splints and you want to, I mean, you got to taper a little bit because I, here's the, here's my only issue with this. Having talked to other coaches is, they are going to be out of shape, in my yeah. opinion, worse yeah. than normal years. Right. So you have to really be conscious of that for injury purposes. And you're probably going to have to back off, you know, put put your gas to the your foot to the metal and then back off and then again and then back off. 
to let their bodies recoup. Because uh, I think they probably have been playing some. Because you do. Oh, the they're playing outdoors like crazy. But it's a little different than actually yeah. competing yeah. and yeah. practicing, and you're on them, and then we have to run a ladder, and you know all that. Um, so I just be real careful. I don't. Th- I don't mind it, but I'm just saying, don't. Your goal should be to start here and be in shape by the first game, not be in shape day four kind of thing, or day seven. So if it, let's just use this on a six day week, how many, how many days of that week would you do ladders before the first game? Well, I would do ladders the first couple of days of trials just to see who's really in bad shape. Um, okay. You know, I'd probably give them a couple. I do. I, you know, you, you go on Saturday, but then you give them Sunday off, right? If you start on the correct, first. there's no Sundays. Yeah. So you go Saturday and then you, you can go hard on Saturday because they have Sunday to recoup. And then you can go hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe give them Thursday, go light. So I'm saying go two, three days hard, then give them a day. You don't, you're not telling them this, but just in your mind, you're going, okay, this is going to be more of a cerebral day. I don't want to beat them up too badly. I don't want, you know, to go, 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 go kind of thing. Well, the thing with ladders though, coach, based on what you told me, it may not be hard on them because if they, if they get to ladder right. number, so that's where yes. If they only get to the point, the problem is you gotta you gotta, you want them to try to make it like on the like on a Saturday, so they'd have the Sunday to recoup kind of thing. Okay. So no, I'm sure none. Yeah, my goal would be that's the day you fudge it a little bit, and maybe let them make it that day, and like you know you push them, push them, oh. push them. You play the mental game. But you, 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 th- that would be the day I would, in my mind, say, okay, this is the day they're going to make the ladder. And you don't put it on the, you don't put it on the scoreboard. You go like, and then you, when it gets, you go five, you, you can play around with that a little bit. Um, and so, so would you do ladders every day before that day? Or yeah, like I would, you... because they won't make, they won't get very far. Exactly. And, yeah. So the 13th, you can have them go. They won't make it very far. Then they have Sunday off. Then you can Monday, Tuesday, we did, yes, yes. And then build it toward, yes. And then follow your plan. Okay, I got it. What I'm saying right. is you're going to lie to them a little bit, but it's a good lie in the sense that they might not officially make it, but that's the day you want them to make it. Because when do you play? Play. Our first game is the 30th. Tuesday the 30th. Yeah, you don't want to wait to the tw- you don't want to wait to the 27th. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, that would be good. The 20th would be okay. good. All right. Then I have a question. Um, transition defense. Do you have in your video library much? Um, I don't. On tra- I don't. Okay. I should. Okay. There we I go. Should. So let me read this to you and see. If I, I read that I have this um, drill. I have a few drills that I can do. I, I mean, some of the classics. Well, first of all, tra- what, are you, what are you trying to get out of transition defense? I'm trying to get them to transition out of from offense to defense quickly get back and stop the ball okay so you can do just do do the just the normal switch drill yeah there's um, a couple of those yeah like the like where they put the ball down you throw them a ball and they go that switch you've done that drill right yeah or, so. are you okay i was i was thinking of the one there's a few though okay, i'll give you the the ones that i have well, show me, tell me the ones you have. That way, that way it's easy. Well, that's Go an easy one. I don't tend to worry about transition defense because if you don't get back on defense, you don't play. So I don't really worry about it too much. Um, ah. But because uh, it better be an all about sprint back. But um, 
what we do is we'll work on our offense and then I'll have a manager or me on uh, or an assistant coach and me with a ball on the other side. And we'll just, when they're running their offense, all of a sudden I'll just yell switch. And when I yell switch, whoever's on offense has to put the ball down. The defense becomes offense and they look and I throw it to them and they go. Um, and if they score a layup, then they get to stay on offense, blah, 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 blah. I can do those kind of things. Um, but I just want, I just want a quick transition. Um, I don't tend to, I don't tend to, I've never really been burned on transition defense. I've never okay. really spent a lot of time on it. Okay. Um, in the reason that when we're going up and down, if you're not getting back on defense, that's a problem. Like it should be an all out sprint. So I'll stop early to set that tone. Uh, you know, to let them know that you better get back on D if you want to do this. Okay. Okay. That's good. It's kind of like rebounding, you know, it's not, it's never been a huge drill thing for me. It's just been embedded in practice planning after the initial practice is done. We talked about that already. So what I would do is here's what I would do. I would, you you have your tryout practices. Mm -hmm. So after the tryouts, then, so after the first four practices, I would go back and reevaluate. So you probably don't have to evaluate after tryouts because it's two days of tryouts. But even usually every two or three days, I go back and evaluate what we're doing, what's going well, what's not going well, blah, blah, blah. So you might have to make some tweaks like, oh, this isn't working. So it's great that you got the 15. I wouldn't go any farther. But then after day, you know, after day two, day five, day nine or whatever, that's when you want to go back and reevaluate because you're going to tweak things. It's like a lesson plan. I didn't do this well, or I got to go back and fix this or whatever. Um, you're always going back and kind of redoing it. Okay. That, that, thank you. So 90% yeah. of it, 90% of it's going to stay the same. Yeah. But let's say the first two days of your actual practices, your man defense sucked. Well, now I got to find 10 more minutes for man defense. Then I'm going to move this over here. It's just common sense, but just make sure you're doing that. I always write that in my practice plan to go back. Reevaluate. 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 And I don't do that every day because unless it's going really bad. Oh, you're so awesome. Thank you. Um, no, I, I, I'm glad you, you pointed that out. And I wanted to tell you, I did, I hope I was listening correctly. I'll show you all my, my practices in a minute. Um, but I wanted to, I, if you look at, if you look at the breakdown in time, pretty much everything's five, almost everything's five minutes. There's some seven minutes, maybe an eight minute. The only time we do anything above eight minutes, like for 15 minutes, is if we're like doing a scrimmage. Going live. Because then you got live. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's perfect. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. And, I, I and, and, and eight's probably too long, but you can get away with eight. I do eight once in a while because I got to talk sometimes. Right. That's when I teach the first time. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. I mean, I haven't figured out a better way to do that, but yes. Okay. All right. The next one. All right, so a long time ago, I watched the Bobby Knight video on defense, which you probably watched yourself. Okay. And he basically said, there's no better defense on inbounding under the basket than the two, three zone. And then, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I absolutely love UCLA. I live and die for UCLA basketball. I don't miss UCLA basketball games. And now we have Nick Cronin. This dude is in first place he took a UCLA team that used to suck, you know, well, not terrible, but you know what I'm talking about. Nick Cronin came in and did some great work. 
Pac-12 coach of the year last year. He does man on inbounding. And I'm like, what do you recommend? So there's no right or wrong answer to this because both of them know a lot more than I do and they're both probably right. Um, I don't know about that, by the way. What, what I think you're pretty smart. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think? What are you trying to say? So I think, okay, just give you a little of experience. So I think the two, three worked pretty good, but sometimes we get burned. Like you saw one of the films, the uh, blue team that was pretty good. You said, oh, that's a pretty good team. They had a six foot six guy. They blocked our middle guy. He jumped over because he could dunk easily and catch the ball. I mean, that, that's going to hurt us on a two, three. People will run that play all the time. Block the middle guy. They do the same thing in a man. But yes, I agree. So, but again, you didn't. You're right. They could do the same thing in a man. You're trying to. What are you trying to stop? I am trying to stop an easy basket. Okay, then you probably want to. You you might give up threes, um, a little bit more in the zone. Uh, Man works if you guys are good at scouts. If they're good at communicating. If they're good at seeing what they're trying to do. I personally would, if you're questioning it, you can always go zone and switch to man. Um, so go zone and out of bounds play, and then as soon as the ball comes in, go to man. If you want to play man in that specific possession, um, most out of bounds plays are diagrammed for man to man more than zones. Now, some are for zones because they pin and stuff. Um, but I think at the high school level, I would probably lean towards zone more than man. Uh, all right, how about this? Um, but I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for that. I mean, if I had my guys all the time and I was a UCLA coach and I could know every out of bounds play the opponent's going to run and do all those things, I can see why he says, man, most of us don't have that time. So therefore, the zone's probably easier to, to stop easy baskets, fill the paint. You know, you can talk about the pin and the lob, but then you just got to maybe get butter ball pressure. Or there's got to be some communication and inside the paint. So that would be my, that would be my vote would be zone probably. All right. Let me ask you if you're in this situation. No, I I'm with you. Um, let me ask you on this situation. Uh, this is the state championship. There's two seconds left. You're on defense. They're bringing in the ball. You're up by two. I'm they up have by a good, two. I'm in man. But if you've been running, here's my question. I'm in man. Been, I'm in man. I'm in man. Doesn't but matter. But if you've been, it doesn't matter. If you've, been, you've been running zone, zone the man. whole. I'm yeah. making that kid accountable for that player. I don't want any, mi- I don't want any miscommunication at that point. I'm a man. If I've been zone all game, great. Because now he's not going to expect me to be a man. But oh. I'm a man probably. Okay, you're up by three. Nah, then I maybe am in zone. If I'm up four, I'm definitely in zone. You're up three four, is, you're in zone. What are you going to do with three? Three is a hard one. Um, I've been working on this. I got this spreadsheet. I'll send you the spreadsheet when we get off about what to do and what possessions. Um, if I've scouted well, I might stay in man up three. Um, that's, a tough, that's a tough three-point shot in a zone, though. That's a tougher call. Three's tougher. Two, I'm two and one and zero. I'm probably in man. Three, I would say I'm I'm leaning towards where if you know they have good three point shooters, you're going to be in man. I don't know. I mean, again, again, it, it, there's so many variables. It's the stats teacher. There's the variable of of how the game's been going. There's the variable of the team I have that specific year. 
the team that we're playing that specific year, there's just, yeah, there's too many lurking variables that give you a hundred percent answer on it. But you're welcome. I don't know if I answered. I I like a you totally. Man. Okay. Oh man. And by the way, I, I totally, you know how much I respect your opinion. I'm not sure that they know more than you. You have many. They do. They do. They do. But uh, you think so? Yeah. You think Nick Cronin knows more? I know less now than I did 10 years ago. I'm swear to God. I feel like I know less every year. So yes. You're so funny. All right. How about this? Um, if you look at my practice plan, there was so much that I tried to put in that I think I shortchanged my shooting. I don't have a lot of shooting. No. You think you're going to go- be like. So how long are these practices? I've got two hours, two hour practices. Okay. And do you, ha- is the gym empty before or after practice? No, it's, we're going to be going one, like vol- we're having to share with volleyball. So we'll probably go in after volleyball. No, there we, it's going to be packed. It's going to be team after team after team, volleyball, okay. badminton, basketball. Is it, and is it at your school? Yeah. In the gym. We only have one gym. Do you have courts outside? Not really. We 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 actually are going to put up some outdoor portable baskets. And what um, what's your first ten minutes of practice look like? I want to see it. Yeah, because that's where you could maybe do some of that pre-practice. Hold on a minute. That would be my pivot on that. So that's what I've had to do when we've gone on the road and stuff before. Hold on a second. Oh God, I wish I knew how to do this a little better than than i do are you there coach yeah i'm just muted i was drinking some coffee okay where is it yeah i did it i set it up so you could share i think okay thank you it does get weird but now there it is oh look at this i wanted to show you look at my percentages after all these practices my offense and defense so that's so let me look at percentages so defense is 38 percent offense is 37 percent Closing communication is 7%. Conditioning is 6%. Scrimmage is probably not enough. 4%. Intro is 4%. And stretching is 81. Okay. So that's where I think you're going to, I think those 60, uh, 166 minutes, you can save some time there if you need time for shooting. Oh, which one? Oh, the intro? The intro and the stretch, I think you do that. You do all everything. So give me give me your first, like, not trial, but first practice. Okay. And I can show you this where is, you can save some time because we've had to do this. In... That's the first practice. Okay, there we so. Go. Five minutes, welcome, introduction. And then what's set on smother? It's just like defensive stance. Def- okay. So I would lose that five minutes of the welcome and you can, as soon as you hit the floor, you should be shooting. So there's five minutes of shooting right there. Don't do your introduction. You need your introduction outside before the, that two hours of, of, um, of practice time is too important. So I would, I would paint every intro you can get rid of for 15, that's 75 minutes right there. Right. Five minutes a day, 15 practices. So I wouldn't do any intro. I would say the first thing we're going to do, and I would explain to him when we hit the court, here's what we're doing. We're going to shoot right away. You're already stretched. <laughs> and oh, get rid of the stretch. You mean I, I shouldn't do stretch during uh, practice? Nope. So that three minutes and there's eight minutes right there of shooting. 
So, so and usually we stretch for five. That's unusual. Yep. So usually you should get rid of that eight minutes and you should do that before practice. So they should do it in the parking lot. They should do it in the hallway. You should take them through the stretches. You should do your introduction. And literally when you hit the floor, so you could just, this will be an easy fix is. Um, That's 10 minutes right there yeah. saved. Yeah. So 10 minutes of shooting every practice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was huge right there. That was huge. Okay. All right. Hold on. All righty. Let me get to my next question. Thank you so much. All right. So we talked about shooting a short. Uh, okay. So the next thing is you can see here, even in this practice plan, it's good. Defense against the screen. You know, hedging help going under, going over, trapping the ball and switching the three types of defense when we go man. Yeah. But the question I have for you, is, are you making a call for each type of defense? So, okay, we're going to run man right now, guys. And I during would, this- I would do trap and I do switch. It's easy. You're either trapping it or you're switching it, period. I would get rid of hedging. Wouldn't go under, wouldn't worry about any of that. I would switch the everything or I would trap everything. From a teaching, okay. from a teaching standpoint, because then you you can worry about hedge, help, and recover later. <laughs> get get good at switching, get good at trapping. Period. That's all I would. Okay, do. so so here's my question. Thank There's you. There's five that, minutes that was... there. There's five more minutes for shooting. Do ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. God, I see. We're switching everything next year, I think. Okay, so here's my question for you. Yeah, because I've never taught them. This was going to be the first year I was going to teach them hedging in my third year of coaching there. First don't, time I was going to teach them don't hedging. Worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Switch, trap. Switch, okay. trap. Here's the question I have for you. Are we doing, are we making a special call for trapping? Yes, for trapping you are. Call it something. Okay. Call it a color, okay. call it fist, call it something. Okay. Otherwise, if there's a screen, you're switching it. So there's no, it's like the, it's like the fog of, of war. Like, you know, when the, when the twin towers got, when the twin towers got hit, everyone wasn't sure what was going on. It's that fog of war that happens initially when it, when things, bad things happen. You don't want that in a game. Why didn't you switch that screen? We're switching everything. We switch. So you're going to spend time on talking through it, switching it, period. It will make you will save so much time in practice if you just switch everything. All right, Which, coach. Let me ask you with today's basketball and what it sounds like your philosophical change, it sounds like you're changing something yourself. Is there any point for me to ever teach them hedging? Uh, depending on your opponent, yes, but that would be that would be post Christmas in a normal basketball season. So I don't know how when I don't have the window of your season from March to when, but um, yeah, there could be a point where you, but there's bigger fish to fry. Okay, so that, I'd rather that, teach, I would rather teach. I'd rather spend the 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 three hours that you're going to spend over the next month teaching them how to hedge and help to shoot and teach them how to score those kind of things. Just switch everything. I'm telling you. Your, okay. your team's not that differentiated. Got it. Got it. Okay. 
Okay, thank you. It will freak okay. people out too. If you're switching everything, they're not going to know what to do. Because I'm <laughs> guessing a lot of people don't do that in your league. Mm, I didn't see a lot of it. You're I'd right. switch everything. Anytime there's a screen, we're switching it. There will be no question about what you're supposed to do. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I talked to you about this before. I talked to you about this before. Um, uh, the playbook. Remember, I was kind of a little mm -hmm. freaky about the playbook. I've become a little bit more lax about it. Not so anal retentive about it. So here's my question. I wanted to ask you exactly what you do with your playbook. Do you can the playbook and have them go home with it i forgot i forgot what you told me i do i give it to them they're responsible for it okay you don't I see any i number i number them i keep track of who has what playbook or i put their name on it actually i don't number them anymore. and then you ask for it at the end of the season mm -hmm. okay so you put a number on the playbook and their name and their name and then you ask for it at the end of the yep. season that's like giving them a jersey yeah do you see any negative, any negative reasons why What's I should worst do that? case scenario? I, right now, I don't care anymore. If you're doing it, I'm like, why shouldn't I do it? I mean, what's the worst case scenario? They copy uh, it. They post yeah, it on the my 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 adversary, my my most yep. hated rival gets the, the book. Yep. Yep. Okay. If they're good at scouting, they have it already. So okay. just because they have it doesn't mean it's not like football where like. Even if they have all of that, that means they have to know it. They have to tell their kids to be able to do it. And their kids have to be good enough at stopping all of it. But uh, also they right. should they should carry that everywhere where they go. So they should bring that to film sessions. They should bring that to practice. They should bring that because you might take time during practice to write some notes in it or have them write things down. I have them. It's like coming to school. You better bring your textbook. Bring your bring your playbook everywhere they go. They better bring it. They don't have to bring it to a game, but everywhere else they better bring it. Everywhere. Okay. And what happens when they don't? Well, why did you come to practice? You didn't come to practice without your shoes on. Why'd you come to practice without your do? You, is there any consequence? Well, there's always consequences. <laughs> I mean, it just depends on the scale of it. Like, you know, I give them a little, I give them a little empathy early. Um, but I don't later. And especially when we're sitting there, you know, in a, in a semicircle taking some notes on our next opponent and you don't have your playbook, that's a problem. That means you're, you're not thinking about your next opponent. Cause I put this, I put the scouts in there too, at the back. So the scout the scouting on for the, against the other team, all the scouts oh. go in. So when we play the opponent again, they can, they can look ahead of, you know, we're playing team X. They'll already, if we're playing them for the second time, they'll already have the first scouts. So then when I tweak it a little bit, they'll already know the things that we needed to know the first time and the three big things and whatever. Um, yeah. Those are handouts that they, that they. Yeah. It's a three ring them. binder. So it goes in their three Got ring binder. It. Where are you getting these three ring binders at? I bought them. No, but where? You told me somewhere to get them. You said it's I cheap. just bought them on office max or something. I, but the thing working in a school and I like the um, one inch ones the best. Anything thick, like I tried two and a half inch, it's too thick. Um, so I did the one inch. One inch seems to be about the right right thickness with the playbook, with note paper, with, you know, and then make sure they have a sleeve where you can throw some pencils in there for them or pens. Um, okay. And I always have a bunch in my backpack when I go to practice. Okay. 
It's school. Right. It's not a school, man. It's just basketball school. You're amazing, dude. You are amazing. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay. God, I'm having trouble writing today. All right. Uh, wanted to ask you, wanted to go over um, zone weaknesses. Okay. Your zone weaknesses? or No, no, no. Just, just general. I just, this is just kind of basketball one-on-one. I just want to go over and, and just add anything that, that this is off the top of my head. So two, three zone, the inside is tight. That's what they're trying to avoid you getting an easy layup. But the, the areas that are weak are the, the whole out per, yep. periphery. Pins as long as you skips. move the ball around. Pins and skips short corner at times can be open, especially if you pull the bottom guy of the two, three to the corner, that short corner can be open. Okay, so short corner, periphery, and what else did you say? Yeah, pins and skips are good. Pins and skips. Pins okay. and skips. Okay, all and right, let's do... If you can penetrate, they're toast, because, yeah, they're not going to know what to do, but yeah. If you can penetrate, yeah. Right. So you try to you try to you try to penetrate to get in there and right. You try it, but it might not work. But then it might be a kick. It might be a banana cut right behind it. Okay. To kick. Okay. All right. What about um, one three one corners? Yeah, opposite corners. Short corner is even more open than a two three. Um, yeah. So skips. Diagonal, diagonal skips, quick ball movement, short corner, um, and then flat, short corner flash down the middle works. Short corner flash middle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm writing all this down. Short corner flash middle. All right. Um, but aren't if I remember right, those corner both corners are open all the time, aren't they? But, I mean, if they 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 might be open, but I'm going to trap you. All right, what about so you would like the opposite corner as being open on a skip? Oppos opposite wing is open, not opposite corner. Because corner to corner is a virtually impossible pass because of the backboard. So it's opposite corner, wing? Yeah, opposite wing. On a skip pass. Yeah. And then short corner. Okay. What about let's go to three two? Usually that on the three two, usually those corners are open as well. Those corners, a lot of similarities to the one three one, but then you can cut behind a, a three two at times and find some open space in that middle, especially if you extend them a little bit up top. You can find space behind it, um, and it's all the same stuff with a zone. You know, if you can get ball movement, if you can get penetration, if you can get you know that zone moving from side to side quickly, zones don't like that. They actually hate it movement but in the three two specifically we've got corners and then cutting behind the open space anything else on that no cutting behind in a one three one too because one three one can really extend itself so that does tend to work too at times um say that one more time i missed that um cutting behind a one three one ah okay can work too especially if they're trapping high if you cut cut with the opposite guard behind it will work okay I know our time is short. Um, sorry to keep you. No worries. Uh, um, so uh, just a couple more. Uh, Coach, if I ever have any like quick questions to ask you, like I mean, is the best respond to you probably in less than I don't even. Know. It'll okay. be fast. Okay, so email is 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 the best one. The 
I have two emails on you. Either one. They go to the same spot. Every I have like seven email addresses. Okay. They all go to the same spot. Literally okay. my school email, my like, no one has my school email that is on Teachups. But anyway, my school email has 57,000 unopened emails. Because, because they all I go send, to their same I send spot. them all to another place. And that's right. I mean, I don't want to go to eight different email addresses. I go to one. They all go to yeah. the same one. So it just doesn't matter. I'll get it. If you, yeah, I'll get it. Okay. And then the other thing is, um, we're down to the last couple things is, um, so this year I am changing my style. You can see my practice plan here. Yep. Um, I'm changing my style because before, like I, and you mentioned this, but I just want to recall, um, I used to talk. It used to be, it was, it was the James Savio show. I don't want that. I've got multiple coaches. Stop talking. Yes. Yes. You, you, so there's a two hour practice. If you talk more, if you like literally they're listening and you're talking more than five minutes, probably too much. Okay. What about in terms of getting my coaches involved? How, how, like, what percentage of the time should they be teaching? What percentage of the time? They should be I teaching think all the time. How many kids are going to be in your team? I'm looking at 13. Okay, so let's say anytime you're doing stuff, there's guys not doing things. Your assistant coaches should always be talking to everyone at all times. Let's say you're going five on five. There's three guys that are standing on the sideline that aren't doing anything, quote unquote, right? That is, they should be standing next to you and the assistant coach and learning. At that point, I hate when people aren't learning. It's like well, you're in class; you're not just sitting in a in your desk not doing something. We're always learning, so they should always be learning. So, the assistant coach should always be talking to people that all of them at all times. Okay. The last thing I want to go over is like let's use this practice. How would you like use the your ten free throws? Like the ten free throws. Go to the ten yeah. free throws. That's a prime example. Like that's not a five minute break for you guys. You should be talking to your point guard about what went well and what didn't go well. Whether while he's not while he's rebounding, or you're talking to, you know, your seventh man who just isn't boxing out. Like those five minutes are not wasted. Five minutes. You should like. You can do okay, things in those five minutes. Let's go through my practice plan here. How would you use your assistant coaches? I would use them in anything that you're doing breakdown, like the one on one half court. You should be doing that at more than one basket, right? So give your assistant coach a basket with six guys and you take the other seven. Boom. Done. You know, um, if you're doing the, I don't know what you're passing. I have, I have three assistant coaches this year. Yeah. So they should all, everyone should be all hands on deck. Like if ideally if they're doing everything like that and you're, le you're, you're leading the ship. Like you're steering at the right direction. So if you do three on two, two on one, can you can you go can you go not full court? Can you go this way sideways? Yeah, we could. Yeah. So shoot, five minutes. You should have two groups going three, two on. The, the I would go through these. The least amount of standing for the everybody. You should be trying to get as many reps for as many kids as much as possible. If they're if you got people standing, then you're not utilizing your assistant coaches. Nothing drives me what? bonkers more. Now, obviously, if I've got 15, if I've got 13 kids and we're going five on five, there's going to be three kids that aren't in. And if we're going in the full length of the court, that's going to happen at times. But anytime we're doing stuff um, that, you know, is in, I want them all active as much as possible. I'd rather go this way than this way.
Okay. Um, so in terms of teaching though, how, like how much teaching so what are should you, they- What are you teaching? I mean, so hopefully a lot of the teaching can go not on court. So obviously the five minute layer versus pressure man, you're going to be doing some talking on 15, right? Yep. Yep. So that's okay. So, you know, there's a 10 minutes, maybe three minutes of you talking about it, seven minutes of going live. Is that five on five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's when, and that's where your assistant coaches should be. You shouldn't be worried about substitutions. You shouldn't, you should be just worried about whether they're doing what you just taught them in those three minutes. Your other three assistants should be helping with that and making sure the kids that are sitting out are getting reps. They're subbing in and out. They're doing those kind of things. You don't, shouldn't worry about that at all. And they could lead a lot of these drills too, right? So that I can, okay. All right. So you um, can get to the people you need to talk to too. Okay. Because there's people on your team that you need to talk to to make sure that the boat isn't going in the right direction. Yeah. And probably that's where I need to use my assistant so I can have time to talk to them. Okay. All right. Like, hey, well, listen. What, 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 we, and, and the thing is, it can be based on questions. Like you don't, not necessarily you talking to them, but you asking them what went well there. Hey, how did you think the out of bounds plays went? What would you, what, what'd you think of, what'd you think of our man defense there? They're, they're going to have opinions. Now, some of them are going to go in one ear and out the other because it probably aren't, but some of them are going to be gems. Like coach, man, we're just not getting the ball into the post, blah, blah, blah. And then, then you can ask another question. Well, why aren't we getting the ball into the post? The, the questioning, the why thing is what you want to ask because then you can you want to draw information out of them because some of the players are going to be like gold. Like they're going to see things that you don't see because you and I are old and we're not playing. So, you know, why? So it's like the seven, I think it's the seven why question philosophy yeah. kind of thing. Just keep asking why. Eventually you'll get to a point where, okay, that makes sense. What do you think about this? But just keep asking. Don't it, when I'm talking conversations, it's not you talking at them. It's you getting you drawing information out of them. It's like teaching 101. Like I'm not gonna. I can show you how to solve that algebraic problem, but I'm gonna. I more. I want you to help figure out how to solve that. So I, I never really answer their questions when they ask me a question. And then when they're stuck, I'm stuck. Well, why are you stuck? Well, I can't do this. Well, why can't you do that? Well, I can't do that because the associative property doesn't allow me. Well, why doesn't the associative? So I'm always asking those kind of leading questions to get them to build their own knowledge is what I'm trying to do as a teacher and a coach. That makes sense? Totally. I need you to send today's uh, talk. <laughs> Send me the video. I'll the, send it right the, away. But I mean, I'm audio. just telling you, the very common coachy thing is going and talking to them. First of all, which sometimes you just have to talk to them about their Yeezys that they're wearing or whatever. I get it. I do that too. You know, nice shoes kind of thing. But sometimes you got to, it, it depends on which hat you're wearing. Are you wearing connection hat? Am I connect? Am I wearing, am I wearing, you know, scolding hat? Am I wearing, Nice job hat. Am I wearing most of the time I'm wearing, what did you see? How do you think that went? And sometimes they'll say, Oh, that was horrible coach. We can't play man. Well, why can't we play man? Well, John can't defend a paper bag. Well, why can't John? Well, maybe it's because these other two guys aren't helping John. 
Oh, that's true. So it's like you gotta. There's different hats you'll have to put on at different times. But um, yeah. What percentage of the time do you wear your scolding hat? Uh, twenty years ago, it was a lot. Now, it's scolding in front of the whole group, very little. Scolding on the side, or scolding if they're like late to practice or those kind of things. Um, and some and. and I, I can tell you there's been times where I've just gone up and they've just, I've had it. They've talking back. They're just, I'll go up to them and I'll just say, Hey, I think we're just having a bad day. Time for you to go home. Like literally in that tone. And they'll go, what? I said, I think it's time to go home. See you tomorrow. They'll look at me like, and, and, and I'm not yelling at them. I'm just saying, go home. You're done for the day. You're just not here. And it's like, but I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to embarrass. There's times I'll yell, like, you know, sometimes like someone runs into a street, you got to yell. There's times that it's just like, you got to, but it's a very, very small percentage. If I yell, they know I'm mad. Like they could probably name the number of times I yelled at them last year. And then it's like, whoa, coaches just flip. Like, yep. Doesn't happen very often. Now, you mentioned Bobby Knight earlier, 30, 20 years ago, it happened a lot because that's what I saw. You know, I was acting, but that's not, you know, I'm a relatively intelligent person. I figured out, ooh, that's not working. And that's not, and I don't want that anybody to do that to my kid. So why would I do it to anybody else's kid? Um, so I try not to do that. I, I try not to embarrass them. Um, but I will tell them when they're wrong. I just will do it in a different way. Um, I probably I yell at the officials a lot more than I yell at my kids because they're adults and they can handle it. Anyway, coach, last last thing. Yeah, ten minutes. Do you think that's enough, or should I go through my lesson plans and see if I can get more time for shooting than ten minutes? Well, I gave you fifteen because I told you not to do the hedge in the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I okay, got you fifteen. Um, that's why I was asking if there's any way. Is there any way to get them shots that, first of all, let, let's see. That's what I'm going to say on the shooting. I would try to get 10 to 12 initially. They might be shooting the ball really well because maybe they're in, because of COVID, all they're doing is shooting. So maybe it's Correct. good. So I think you got to see some, you got to see them shooting first. Like I'm, yeah. You know it's, what I'm there's saying? not going to, yeah, the there's not be me saying, I don't know because I don't have, this is not a normal year. These are outliers. So maybe their ball handling and their shooting is better than any year ever because that's all they're doing. Or maybe it's worse. I don't know. Um, in a normal year, I would say we probably got to find some more time, but I don't know this year. I just don't know. I don't want to tell you I, something I'm going to be wrong on. I'm going to keep in touch with you. Thank you so much for your You're valuable welcome. time. Appreciate it. And I will keep in touch. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Weeks. Let's plan a couple of weeks. Email me again. That was perfect saying, Hey, cause what I do then it gets in my inbox and then I just send you a link. It's perfect. It's perfect. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah. Stay Have safe. Bye. Stay safe. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, high school hoops, teacher side gig, and then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.